0: hello light lovers what a year this has been i came into it knowing one thing well i mean a few more things but one thing for sure was that i was ready to do another round of deep release work little did i know 2020 already had a bunch of release work built right in for our convenience how kind still though i set the intention to release more of what no longer served me Wrote it all out on some cardboard, burned it in a release-by-fire ritual, and put it out of my mind, in true manifestation fashion. Today, on the last day of what feels like the longest year, I look back over my intentions from the beginning of the year and was immediately emotional. No surprise there, right? <laughs> I had unknowingly worked through the entire list in ways I never anticipated. It just goes to show how the process seldomly resembles what we have in mind, but I'm thankful for it just the same. I'll start by sharing a snippet from the post, I release, I release, I release, that I wrote in January. I had just finished talking about a notebook of old business ideas that I had found. I flipped back through my notebook and began ripping the pages out that no longer served me. I tore through it without care or discernment. I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt what needed to stay versus what needed to be released. That level of surety felt wonderful, even as small as it was. Once I was finished, I felt called to burn it. Watching it go up in flames was more cathartic than I realized, and I knew I wanted to take it one step further. To make it even more intentional, I made a list of additional thought patterns that didn't serve me. It was wonderfully therapeutic, so when New Year's Eve rolled around, I was ready to revisit what I was still working to fully release. It's a process, y'all. Don't let me convince you otherwise. JB and I had a small fire going, so I wrote down lingering growth opportunities to throw in the fire in the face of the new year and decade. Fear of intimacy. Doubt in my abilities. Self-sabotage and self-loathing. Running from what is. Hiding who I am sexual, emotional, and physical trauma, grudges and resentment, and a fear of missing out. Every single one. Y'all, I tackled every single item on that list. Going back to the beginning of the year, I was coming to terms with the fact that my body did not operate normally when it came to fertility and my reproductive system. Instead of holding on to hope that I would be able to create life inside me, a dream that I had held in my heart since I was a child myself, I trusted my instincts and got a hysterectomy that would ensure I would absolutely never be able to experience pregnancy. It also promised a life with less pain, physical, emotional, and otherwise. I had to put down my fears around missing out in order to care for my body and spirit wholeheartedly. After the hysterectomy, I faced months of regaining my sense of safety during moments of intimate touch. I broke down walls, sent loving energy to the parts of me that needed it, and felt myself opening up and blossoming into who I truly am, a woman in her power, who gladly engages in safe, intimate touch. Not only was I more sexually intimate, but I was expanding my capacity for love and affection. My heart grew more and more tender the stronger I became. For every broken heart I experienced this year, I would recover with more love and compassion than I thought I could or ever would. It led to healing more and more pieces of me that cried out for my own love and acknowledgement. Remnants of sexual, emotional, and physical traumas were fading, and I found myself feeling whole as I am. I became more present, stopped running from what is, and started accepting life as it was in each and every moment. Eventually, I peeled away so many layers that I discovered I had been living for others, or in spite of others. With that new revelation, I sought to release grudges and resentments I held towards those who lacked the capacity to love me as I deserve to be loved. I leaned into understanding so much that I was able to see these beings for who they are. Really, really hurt people. People that may not have had the tools that I have in order to do this sacred shadow work. People that desperately need love from themselves in order to allow for love from others to be felt and wholeheartedly received. Each time I found my brain hyper fixating on a situation that was long dead, I would stop myself in my tracks, let those thoughts dissolve into the ether, and instead turn my focus to the hurt parts of me that were reaching out for my attention. By digging in, I would find, without fail, (laughs) the origin of that pain. For example, if I was stuck on someone walking out of my life, I would find that at the heart of it was a fear of abandonment that I developed as a child. With that in mind, I was able to separate these new triggers and situations from the original pain, thus rendering them powerless over me, and giving me some much-needed clarity in order to completely let go in love and light and move forward with my life. With forgiveness and compassion came a massive helping of self-love, and a confidence in who I am and what I stand for. I couldn't hide who I was anymore, and came out not only as an open-hearted and open-minded spiritual being but as bi and polyamorous as well. It was the single most terrifying thing I've done in a while, and that counts the hysterectomy from earlier this year. I did more channeling, more tarot reads, and witnessed my intuition and intuitive abilities skyrocket. I'm more in tune with my higher self and the universe than I have ever been, and I have no doubts about how loved and held I am by all the energies that be. My sense of self and belonging in my own body and life feels solid and mostly unwavering. Self-sabotage and loathing have no space in my sphere, so when they appear, I'm able to quickly dispatch them, rather than wallowing in them for weeks or months as a means to protect myself from feeling anything else. I believe in myself and in taking chances, all while nurturing myself with positivity and strong boundaries. Through all of this, I've found that loving yourself is so, so much more than I ever realized. And I'm incredibly grateful for the lessons I received this year and every year, really. This New Year's Eve, rather than releasing, I'm setting the intention to receive. So here goes. In 2021, I intend to receive an abundance of love, gratitude, spiritual, emotional, and material wealth, travel, and healthy, loving connections. So mode it motherfucking be. You know what time it is. I love you. Until next year, peace, love, and taco grease.